listening to The Bossy Type, your unconventional how-to for building a bold business or personal brand through the power of words and sometimes other creative stuff. I'm Elise, director and head writer of Bossy Copywriting, home of bold clients, funny writers and the occasional swear word. You can also find me behind the desk at Bossy Copy College, a tone of voice and creative copy course that helps new businesses launch with a bang. Every week, I'll be sharing my bite-sized wisdom and quizzing creative experts on exactly how to build a big, bold brand. So make a margarita and join me for The Bossy Type, where we make words and brands our bitch. Hey, welcome to episode 49 of The Bossy Type. Today, we are talking about one of... No... Scratch that. We are talking about my number one favorite copywriting hack of all time. It is something that I use literally every single day and it is something that I love to teach other people to do because it is so easy yet so effective. Now, before we get into my favorite hack, I just want to remind you guys that my masterclass is coming up in a week. We are officially a week out. So it's going down on Thursday, the 8th of December at 10 a.m. daylight savings time. In this masterclass, it's going to go for probably an hour to an hour and a half. And I'm going to be sharing with you how to build a confident brand that lands clients, makes money and stands out. These are the three things that are going to help you blow up your business in the best possible way next year in 2023 and just basically take everything to the next level. I want you to make a bang in your industry next year and this is the masterclass that is going to teach you how to do it. We are going to be breaking it down into three parts or three chapters and in true bossy fashion, none of those are going to be boring. So we are going to be starting with confidence. This is something that has been a complete game changer for me and the Bossy brand, but it's often something that other brands and business owners overlook. So we're going to be talking about how to build that really confident brand, how to stop caring what other people think, how to write your content confidently, and essentially build a business that people fangirl over and want to be a part of. We're also going to be talking about creativity, probably my favorite part of business. So I'm going to be giving you my full creative process for tone of voice and copy. But aside from that, we're going to be discussing how to sell to people or how to get your dream audience to buy from you without using sleazy sales copy, only using creativity. Lastly, we will be covering connection. Again, this has been a key part of the Bossy brand. I honestly don't think that Bossy would be where it is today without me focusing on connection. So in this chapter, I'm going to be talking to you about how to connect with your dream audience and also just use your own personality to build a really strong and unique brand voice that screams authenticity. Mark your calendars, put it in your diary, give yourself a reminder next Thursday, 8th of December at 10 a.m. daylight savings time. I want everybody to come along. I will put the link in the show notes so you can save your seat and I will see you there. Okay, so let's dive into today's episode. Like I said, we're talking about my favorite ever copywriting hack, and that is the word and phrase bank. So some of you might be familiar with this if you follow me on Instagram, because I literally do not shut up about it. It is the best thing you can do for your copy. And there are a few reasons why. 
First of all, aside from just leveling up your copywriting, it is going to make your copy really, really engaging. It's going to stop people in their tracks so they actually want to read it. And I always say that getting people to actually read your content is like 90% of the battle. We just like scroll past our Instagram captions so fast now, we're not really taking anything in. And with Reels, you know, we're consuming so much content that again, we're just like swiping through. So we really need to find cut through with our copy more than ever before. And so we need to make sure our copy is completely engaging from the very first word and has a really strong hook that is going to stop people in their tracks. Once they have started reading that first sentence, we need to convince them to keep reading. So that is why we constantly need to think about how we can make our copy more engaging and a word and phrase bank is going to help you do that. It's like a shortcut to engaging copy. Second of all, a word and phrase bank is going to help your copy stand out big time. It is going to sound super creative, super left of center and different from everything else that people are reading. It's going to look like you've put hours of thought into this copy, but again, it's a shortcut. Thirdly, a word and phrase bank is going to make your copy really fun. People are going to feel connected to it. They're going to enjoy it more. They're probably going to engage with your post and they're just generally going to feel like this is a fun brand that I want to be a part of. So going back to my point about connection, this is why it's really important to have copy that feels engaging, feels creative, feels fun, because it's really going to lure in your dream audience and help them feel connected to you. The amount of times that I've used this trick, uh, even on my Instagram captions or when I've shared some other trick that I use all of the time, people that generally wouldn't go out of their way to comment or DM me will do so on one of these posts because they're so connected to it and they relate to it so much. And lastly, the word and phrase bank is a cinch to use. It is so easy, whether you are an expert or whether you completely suck at words, it is something that is super simple that anybody can do to level up their copywriting and just make everything feel that little bit more creative. So this is how it works. I'm going to give you some instructions and some examples so you can try it at home. Step one is to work out your theme. This is the theme that is going to be weaved through all of your copy. So you need to make sure it is not only relevant, but it is natural and easy-ish for you to weave through your copy. Now to come up with your theme, this is kind of dependent on a couple of different things. There's not like one tried and true method for working out your theme. Often you might just have a bright idea or it might take a little bit more research or investigating. So as an example, one of our previous clients at Bossy, Sean Fay, is a insanely cool, insanely talented still life photographer. And the photography is super rich. It's very bougie. It's very moody. And so we were really inspired by Sean's photography when coming up with the theme because it felt so rich and moody. And Sean had actually mentioned in her quiz, a couple of food and wine related references. We were inspired to come up with this idea of food and wine. On the other hand, we have another incredible client called Amanda Alessi. She is a super talented wedding photographer, very, very fun. And she really wanted to focus on this in her copy and also kind of like promote the fact that she has a bit of a distaste for the whimsical, dreamy, standard copy that is 
flooded in the wedding photography space. She really, really wanted to stand out and knew that her copy and her photography was the best way to do it. So when we had a conversation with Amanda, when we first started working with her, we noticed there was a bit of a pattern filtered through what she was saying. She kept mentioning that she didn't want to be like the other wedding photographers and that her style was not this dreamy, stock standard, sweet, neutral vibe. So then that kind of inspired us to come up with her theme, which was anti-fairy tale. So obviously with wedding photographers, it's all very, you know, happily ever after you found the one, it's all very same, same. So we thought, why don't we just flip it on its head and we'll do the complete opposite of that. The third example I have for you is one of our top secret clients because we are currently working on it. But this was kind of a bit of a collaboration between the client and us. When we presented some ideas, we had a few conversations, we had some feedback. And so together we kind of ended up crafting or narrowing down to this theme of royalty. So think kings and queens. So there's some examples. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how they came to life in the copy. But first, let's move on to step two, which is once we've come up with our theme, we're going to grab a piece of paper or open the notes app in your phone or your computer and brainstorm the shit out of this theme. So to start with, I want you to jot down every single word and phrase, quote or lyric that comes to mind when you think of this topic. Once you feel like you have completely exhausted your own mind, I want you to text your friends, ask your family, even check in with your colleagues, see if they can brainstorm some extra words and phrases that come to mind when they think of that theme. I will often do this in my office, just like pipe up and ask people for words and phrases that come to mind, or I'll message people in Slack. The more words and phrases you have, the better. Once you have completely exhausted their minds as well, I want you to turn to my two favorite tools in life. Like I should be an ambassador for these websites. The first one is phrases.org.uk and the second one is idioms.thefreedictionary.com. Basically, these are search engines that are going to do half the work for you. All you need to do is pop in your search terms and it will generate an entire list of phrases that are relevant to that search term. So trawl through the answers and just pick out any that you feel are perfect for the theme you're looking for and add those to your list. Then rinse and repeat. Try different search terms. So say if it was royalty, you might then try queen. Is there anything else that comes up in relation to that theme that then you can add to your list as well? Once you have exhausted phrases.org.uk and the idioms.thefreedictionary.com, you're going to go back to our friend Google and you're going to research more. So I generally just Google things like, um, insert word here, idioms or phrases related to insert word. Again, I keep changing my search terms to make sure I'm not going to miss any special word or phrase that is going to help my copy later on. So returning back to our examples, Shan Fei, that incredible still life photographer, because we are going for that food and drink theme. Um, I basically wanted to make sure that I was focusing on really rich, decadent, indulgent food and drinks. So I didn't add things like burgers and fries, but I did add things like brownie points, sweet as honey, sweet tooth, a piece of cake, sell like hotcakes, butter up, bread and butter, sugar coat it, forbidden fruit, uh, variety is the spice of life, 
on a silver platter, bring home the bacon, melt in your mouth. So you can kind of see where I'm going with this. I've only used words and phrases that have that really rich, decadent vibe. For Amanda Alessi, I jotted words and phrases like happily ever after, horse and carriage, glass slippers, Cinderella, and pumpkin. But the difference with Amanda Alessi is that we are kind of going for the opposite vibe. So of course, if I was to Google anti-fairy tale phrases, I'm probably not going to get much of a response. So instead, I'm researching typical fairy tale related words and phrases, and then I'm going to flip those on their head. Lastly, for our secret client with the royalty theme, I had written down things like queen, queendom, bow down, pave the way, command, rule, Rome wasn't built in a day and throne. So when you're doing this, I would aim for probably like at least 30 words. We want to have a really juicy library of words and phrases. The more we have, the easier our job is going to be. Now on to step three, it is time to actually weave it through our copy. So you have two options here. You can either write from scratch or you can pepper the words and phrases through your pre-written copy. So if you are writing from scratch, I would recommend having your piece of paper or your notes app open. And whenever you are about to write a heading or a piece of body copy, I want you to refer back to the list and see if there's anything that could be relevant for that heading or piece of body copy. So for Amanda Alessi, which is that anti-fairy tale theme, I remember when I got to Amanda's about page and I looked at my phrase list and I saw glass slippers. Now, keeping in mind, I knew that I wanted to make the website and especially the about page a little bit about Amanda and not just about the client because I want her to stand out and talking about yourself is the number one way to do that. So I saw glass slippers and I thought maybe that would be a good jumping off point that I can craft into something for the about page. So that actually became the heading for the about page, which was glass slippers. I'm more of a sneakers kind of gal. That was the heading. And then I could basically tone down the theme a little bit in the body copy and just talk about Amanda's style, process, vibe, skills, experience without having to constantly think about whether my copy is on theme or not. So that's a really good side tip. If you are nervous about using a theme throughout your copy, just stick to the theme in your headings and then you can kind of write whatever you want, toning it down a little bit in the body copy. It's still going to feel really creative, really left of center and really strong, but you're not going to have to think about how to weave it through every single word. If you have already written your copy and you're just looking to overhaul or refresh it or level it up, you're going to follow a similar process. So you will have your piece of paper beside you or your notes app open on your phone. And I want you to basically audit your copy, whether that is your website, your emails, whatever it might be, and think about what you can update to be more on theme. For example, if my theme was food and drink, I might change my services heading to say my bread and butter. Once you are really happy with the theme that is filtered through your copy, you only have one more step and that is to go through every single heading, every single sentence and read it out loud. The reason it is so important to read our copy out loud is because it is the best way to see if it sounds any good. (laughs) Put simply, we can feel whether it's conversational or whether it is too robotic. We can pick up any spelling or grammar errors and we can see if it feels and sounds like us. 
So make sure you don't skip this step and that goes for any copy you write, whether it is a caption or whether it is a more important piece of brand copy. So I hope that helps you guys. I really want you to try this one out. Like I said, it is my number one favorite copywriting hack and it is super simple to do whether you are an expert or a complete novice. So your first step is that you're going to work out your theme. The second step is that you are going to get a piece of paper and brainstorm the shit out of it. Make sure you're checking my favorite tools as well. The third step is that you can weave it through your copy and the fourth step is to read it out loud. And that is it for today's episode. Make sure you register for next week's masterclass. The link is in the show notes and I will catch you all back here next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bossy Type. If you haven't already, tap the subscribe button for new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you got something out of this episode, I'd love it if you could rate, review, share on Instagram, text your friends, tell the whole world, all the things. In the meantime, come hang out with me on Instagram at bossy.copywriting or at Elise Elise, spelt A-L-Y-C-E. Bye.